Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Aussie Techheads, episode 561, 30th the 11th, 2017. Welcome one and all. Yes, we aren't pause like some other major technology in Australia. We'll get to that pretty soon. Uh, we are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au. If you're after some web space for your blog or a small little business or medium or large business, actually, web page space, just uh, jump on there, athwebhosting.com.au. All right, we got a, uh, a good show this week. We've, um, we've got Jordan and Wall back so how are we going jordan you come back i'm back good stuff Finally. good to see you good to see you you've been I think you were away last week i was away yes i was uh, at a school uh my little girl she's in a uh, not the choir but she's in i don't know strings no not strings she's in i don't know she's clarinets and saxophone the orchestra yeah that's it but there's two the different people yeah just two two different things yeah, for whatever reason. But anyway, at the same time, wow, that's clever. Yes. So how are you, Jace? Good? Yeah, not too bad. Having fun developing for the Fitbit and stuff. Oh, I've got a story for you later on too. You might want to develop for I've got three, three clock faces done. I've just done a game, you know, that memory game where it's got all the cards turned over and you tap on one and you tap on another and you have to try and match them. Yes. If you get them the same, they stay turned over. Otherwise, they flip back over again. Well, you can play that on your watch now. Oh, right. I've got it so you can... Pick four different backs designs for the back of the cards, two red and two blue, and uh, you can have trees or shapes or um, Christmas. I put the Christmas one on there for people who like Christmassy things. Oh, nice! And, uh, a couple other different things. So, oh, good stuff. How would you go on off? Giving that one away free. <laughs> oh, trying trying to suck them in, eh? Suck them in with a yep. free one. <laughs> Good stuff. Now, look, remind me. There's a story for you later on. That another another device that uh, very similar to the uh, to that device. There, you got the Fitbit. You might want to start programming for. Kind of boom. The first one's free, but after that, it's going to cost you. Mm. Now, now, look. I, I want to. I've got a little bone to pick with you, Jace. You and Will from last week. Chicken? No, no, just steak. T bone. I know it was a great show, but my bone. My bone is that I get the YouTube message. That the show is unsuitable for audiences, for various audiences. So I want, I just We're want to just know. So awesome that we blew their minds. I'm sorry, we can't help it. It's just natural. I want to know I what sort of comments from the comments from the week yeah. earlier when I was on were pretty good too. Oh, that's good. Yes, I did see a story though that um, <laughs> Google and YouTube are going to start censoring demonetized shows so if you can't monetize it they're going to remove it from the search so people won't be able to find it oh right yeah well any reason that they they uh can't let you monetize it and it must be a bad one so therefore Mm. why let people watch it yeah well i got this message from youtube you know after you uploaded it and it goes oh this this video is unsuitable for uh certain audiences around the world and so anyway i went further into it and the reasoning was it was just uh yeah it had some restricted content so, um, well, yeah. At least they watched it. What? Well, <laughs> this is true. Yes, they, they went. Usually, nobody at YouTube watches it. Somebody who's a, just a random person watches it and they go, oh, yeah, I think I'm going to report this and picks a random reason then reports it just to be a troll for the lulls. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, anyway. Who believes them over the actual content producers. There's a, there's a really good, um, funny cartoon that i've watched in the past called foamy the squirrel and um youtuber just demonetized like 90 percent of his videos and he can't get the audience anymore and he doesn't get any revenue he used to make that was his only job i think was making this cartoon that was really funny but 
they decided there was a little bit of swearing in a couple of them. So they demonetized 90%. Now he can't make any money. No one can find any of his videos. And he keeps on saying, can people please just, you know, tell YouTube that this is good and he's a uh, content creator. You have to talk to content creators and say, can, can I watch this? And they're like, no, um, you, you can't monetize that. So he's just going broke and really frustrated. I wonder why. I wonder why they didn't. Is this the one you're talking about? I just yeah, put... that's foamy. Yeah, okay. I thought he just gets really annoyed. He's a bit like an angry Aussie. He just gets really annoyed. He's like, why the heck is this happening? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And then he just does a few funny ones that are uh, hilarious. I thought you said... One I really liked where he was teaching a baby squirrel how to play poker and he's Texas Hold'em poker and he's like, now you need to put out three blinds. And he's like, I don't want to be blind. Don't poke my eyes out. And stuff like this. Really funny. I thought you. I thought you said uh, throw me the squirrel. So I thought I no, typed in. Yeah, foamy. F O A M Y. Foamy the squirrel. All right, we'll have a look at him later on. I'm glad you found it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So so is the guy. Ill will press. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I guess he's he's happy too. But anyway, well, this will make sure that our our show will not be monetized because it's got foamy in it now and probably somebody else like me. So well, what's well, in your toy? I stuck up for you anyway, Jace. I, I wrote Thank back you. to YouTube. And I said, "Are you kidding me? These guys wouldn't." You, so these guys wouldn't offend anyone. Are Have you... you seen some of the stuff that's on your systems and you dared censor this show? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, there's but... some terrible, terrible stuff out there. <laughs> and we just talk about, you know, hating on Apple, hating on Google, hating on everyone. Mm, oh, I been... know lots of parents. We don't that... even swear. Lots of parents that block YouTube from their yeah. kids. You know, there's oh, lots of yeah. stuff on. You can get. I think right down the bottom there's there. The kids YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I think there is a restricting setting right at the bottom of YouTube you can turn on, but that only works if that person who's done the YouTube video has you know ticked the box to restrict it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other problem is a lot of kids will play like Angry Birds, and I'll say to watch an Angry Birds YouTube video, click here. So the kids click it, they watch Angry Birds, and then YouTube automatically says, "Oh, you watched that one." Here's a list of suggestions of other things you can watch. So they watch that and then another yep. list of suggestions and eventually yep. you end up somewhere bad. Yeah. I had my kids on there and I ended up getting the kids YouTube because it's, mm. you know, I think it's, it's well, the parents um, pick the videos that are suitable and let YouTube right. know if, if something's not. Mm. So you don't, you don't get anything bad on there. But my kids were watching, you know, game videos. Oh, and then the narrators on those videos were horrible. Yes. Bad language. Yes. Oh, PewDiePie. Yes, he is. Yeah, I think um, you, your kids would be into the Minecraft. Is that right? Oh, Minecraft and what's the goat simulator or whatever it is. Oh, right, yeah. right. And the narrators on those things are, are full on. Stampy so Long Nose is usually we, good, I think. Yeah, we use kids YouTube and never never an issue. Mm. It's a great app. Well, we don't. I don't actually. I probably should have a look and see what is actually going on because I don't use the kids YouTube. But I, I don't think like yeah, the kids hear the swearing every now and then. But I don't think it gets. Oh, you can't. Pull it all over their eyes permanently. No, that, that's right. I, I think they listen to, they'll watch that Dan TTM or whatever his name is. And uh, he's a Minecraft dude. And he's not too bad. I don't think he, I don't know if he does swear actually. He's, uh, it's not a bad one. I think, yeah, my kids are pretty good. They'll, if it gets a bit too crude or too rude, they'll, they'll tell me and they just won't watch it. I just go, no, yeah. that's too many, well, that's too many good kids in it, they? Yeah, too many, too many rude words in that one. I say, yeah, you bring good. Them up right. Turn it off. I say, turn that one off. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, YouTube. I wrote to YouTube, and I said I was disgusted in their attitude towards our show, and so they reinstated it. 
Hooray! <laughs> yes. You so, can't keep down the two Australia's top two podcasters like that. That's right. I was worried there for a second. I was going to have to take something away from you. Take that title away for YouTube. They come back. Come to the party. Take them off, take, take them <laughs> off the front cover. That's right. We get up again. Nobody's going to keep us that's down. That's it. You're off the front cover now. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it took Chase five years to get there. All right. <laughs> My fashion career is over. Yeah. All right. Don't forget the Aussie Tech Radio. You can get that on the TuneIn Radio app, cross-platform, and you can just search for Aussie Tech Radio. We'll go to the AussieTechRadio.com if you want to have a look at that. You can get us on Facebook.com forward slash Aussie TechHeads, YouTube.com forward slash Aussie TechHeads, and a plethora of other places. Just type in Aussie TechHeads. You'll get everything. We've got a pretty good Google search going if you just type in Aussie TechHeads. That's good. Uh, look, I got an email through the week. It wasn't from a, a Congratulations, listener. I got several. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent them You're all. Not very popular, I think. <laughs> no. Oh, I got one email. Hey, everybody on the internet, Glenn got an email. Woo! Yeah, it's like a poke machine. Your bells and whistles go off. <laughs> it all happens. <laughs> but, yes, but I got a uh, an email through the week, and I, I don't know. It probably was from a listener, but it was from a, a guy a guy called Brewster Carl. Now he's right. he's the founder and digital librarian of archive.org. Now it wasn't actually a personal email, it was just sent out <laughs> looking for money. So anyway, I just thought I, I I don't know if people have heard of archive.org, but I thought I would uh They should. It's got the Wayback Machine, it's the most awesomest thing. Have you played there with that? Yeah. There was something uh something happened to uh to one of my websites that I built a little while back and the, the person came to me and said oh it's been hacked or defaced or something and I said oh right okay and then my uh, the backup or something didn't work cuz it was so old there, there was few you know like an old Joomla and I couldn't be bothered and so I just said look I'll just quickly do well, you something should have had true pal <laughs> I should have had true pal <laughs> but anyway uh, alas no true pal was not available wouldn't, wouldn't so, know our our in joke there no, no, not at all. No. Have you you heard of Drupal or Drupal? I have actually. I, I nearly nearly played with it one day, but yeah. No, mm. no I, I asked. I've never been there. I asked this guy one time to do a, like a, some voiceovers for us. You know, that I was going to play at the start of the show or whatever. You know, and because um, it's it's called Drupal. And it says you got WordPress, Drupal, Joomla, and then yeah, as he was doing his his voiceover, he sent him up to me, and he just referred to it. He goes, "Install WordPress, Joomla, and Drupal." It's still on the start of the show every week, isn't it? The same one. Yes, you say it the same way. Yeah, I say it like that now because it was just that just took off. I like it. And more. That's yeah. right. That's right. Drew Powell and more. That's right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, archive, yeah, Wayback Machine. So web page went down and I went to the Wayback Machines and I and it showed me how the web page looked and I just sort of copied it back off. So it come in handy. So the Wayback Machine is if you still don't understand what it is, is I think I don't know how you get there, Jace. Is it just waybackmachine.com or just Google it anyway? I think it's like yeah, web archive, Wayback yeah. Machine. Yeah, so if you Google it, and then you once you're in there, you can type in any web page that you like, even Microsoft, and go, and you can go back to nineteen, I don't know, ninety eight, say, and you can see what the Microsoft page looked like in nineteen ninety eight. Archive.org slash web. Where? Archive.org slash web. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. And that's based on, based on that. Um, what was the cartoon? And they had the the uh, little kid and the his dog who was really clever, and they used the Wayback Machine to go back in time and Peabody. Yeah, yeah, Sherman. That's where the, I think where the Waymac machine idea came from. Yeah, so what I'll do, look, let's have a look at it. Let's see if we can 
bring one of these up. Now, oh, there's uh, Foamy, Wayback Machine. This was W-A-B-A-C, Wayback Machine. I think that was the inspiration for the Internet Archives one. Oh, yeah, so there we go. So, yeah, archive.org slash web, you're right. Yeah, so if we go, I don't know, who do you want to look at? We'll say apple.com, see what they look like. Yep. So we'll browse the history. And then we'll get a bit of a history. It comes up with a calendar uh, or a yeah. timeline, actually, by the look of it. Oh, look at that. So all those... Please, please, can you give us money from... Yeah, the, yeah, I'll get to that in a sec. Jimmy Wales. Go but, away, Jimmy. I want to have a Chrome plug-in that blocks Jimmy Wales begging every year. <laughs> he only does it this time of year, too. He must think we don't yeah, have enough... He does it for like a month or something. Like, please, yeah. what do you do? Dude, you're funded by millionaires. Get over it. Yeah, it's not as if we got money to splash around at Christmas time. And so this is Apple, apple.com in 1998. So it's crazy, isn't it? Just... Yeah. So it's pretty basic. It would have taken, taken five minutes or ten minutes to load each page back then too, I'd reckon. Oh, yeah. I reckon it would have. I reckon it would have. That's why it's all text. I remember all of these image optimizers we used to use to try and get the size of your first page down with all the images on it. Don't oh, put too much on there. Make sure you specify the width and height of every image because it'll pre-populate the spacing so that the text will be drawn straight away and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Stretch them all. So that's In, the... uh, Netscape Gold. Oh, Netscape Gold, yes. That was awesome. I loved Netscape Gold. But anyway, uh, the, the Wayback Machine is there. Archive.org is there. What it's tr- cool. Yeah, what it's trying to do is... I'll, I'll read you. I'll read the blurb. It'd be easier. Uh, so, oh, you're one of the special people who keeps the Internet Archive going strong, independent and ad-free. We're a non-profit website that the whole world depends on. Not everyone can afford to give, but you can. But I can, can I? Oh, I can. Yeah, okay. I'd rather donate to Internet Archive than Jimmy Wales. <laughs> and, yeah, look, I've donated to it because it that's where we host all the, the podcast episodes. Oh, no, not anymore. But the video version for iTunes is hosted on archive.org. And, you know, you don't, you, that's good. You don't pay for the bandwidth or anything. It's really good. So every day, uh, blah, blah, blah. What does he do? So maybe, da, 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 da. so more and more. That I'm, so where does he actually get to what he does? Uh <laughs> Who would want to read a book? Why collect TV? Isn't it all garbage anyway? For 21 years, the Internet Archive has been dedicated to a single mission, to give everyone access to all knowledge forever for free. Uh, Did you know this year we have saved 200 terabytes of government data that are now dark, fixed more than 3 million broken links in Wikipedia, and archived 757 million tweets. My goodness, I didn't know they were keeping tweets. And they also host uh, emulators so you can play your old arcade games and computer games for free. Yeah, yeah right. Can you, can you download the emulators? No, you just use it play. in your browser. It's like JavaScript. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, keeping up, yeah, blah, 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 and it just goes on. So anyway, they're after a $25 donation, but I think you can, you will only... So if there's that picture that you uploaded on the internet years and years and years ago, and you never still there. again, still there. Still there. Yep. That's right. Nothing goes away. It destroys and effect and everything. Mm. Shouldn't have taken that selfie. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Selfies are bad. All right. Uh, I chucked out my selfie stick the other day. I never used it. Uh, yeah. The, the, but, the it, Bluetooth they, um, button broke. Archive.org slash details slash Internet Arcade. Oh, hang on. Let's have a look. Let's have a look we at this. We talked about this on Old Fight Geeks in one of the episodes we did probably a year ago. Archive.org forward slash, slash can. It's amazing to think you can get on and just play all those games in your browser yeah. these days compared to back then. 
Yeah, slash machine, details, slash the machines we needed to run these things back then were, you know, we thought were amazing. And we're like $50,000. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You can play it in your browser, JavaScript. Did you see the size of my hard drive? It was 32 meg. Oh, yeah. How big was <laughs> it that? It was amazing. What about those old XT machines, those old IBM XT machines? Like they were pretty much the first ones. They, the hard drive, I think, was like about 30 centimetres long. And they were just yeah. as heavy. It was like it was encased in gold. It was like a big gold case, you know, that, that just... I'm, I'm not old enough. My first one that I ever bought was a 386SX25. Oh, right, yes. Well, I never actually... But my uncle had an XT, so... Yeah, well, I never had an XT, uh, but I that's when I was working in the bank, when the PCs first come in, we all got XTs in the, like, the only one per branch. <laughs> Well, they wouldn't give us. Yeah, yeah wouldn't give us one each. But I message you the link in uh, Zoom. Oh, okay. What was after details? Uh, Internet arcade, one word. Oh, arcade, arcade. I won't do the link because uh, it stuffs me. All right, let's see if this works. Arcade. Let's have a look. Here we go. Oh, look, Jimmy. Look, well, Brewster's looking for money. Oh yeah, look at all these. All these games. This is all right. Joust, Bio Attack. Defender? I love Joust on the Micro B. Oh, geez, the Micro B. I remember, I remember Micro B's. But yeah, archive.org slash details slash internet arcade. All right, what, so can you search? Let's search. So can you search like Galaga? Is that what that be there? Are they all there? Heaps of them, yeah. You can also, they've also got PC games and all different. Hmm. Classic PC games is another link. Software library, MS-DOS games. Oh, you know it all, Jase. You know it all. All yep. right. There's Moon Patrol. My Google Fu is amazing. All They've right. got heaps, haven't they? Yeah, they have yep. got heaps. There's, there it is. Look at that. Moon Patrol. I love that one. That's what all these endless runner games these days are based on, Moon Patrol. It's just heading in the one direction and things come. You have to jump over them. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, insert coin. There we go. One player. It's running meme. Oh, there we go. I don't know. I don't know how to work it, but oh yeah, there we go. Oh, that's the start. It's a, oh, there we go. Oh, I love the music on that too. It was very simple, but it was a great tune. I don't know how to use it, but uh, anyway. No, it doesn't matter. I'll stop it. <laughs> I'm I don't have a link to that directly on their on their web page. You're dead. All right, let's let's keep going. I've got some. We've got heaps of stories to get through. I'm having fun. This I know. Episode. <laughs> the, the lost episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, get into something more substantial. Now you would have known maybe if you were reading our Facebook page because I think this story got posted twice. Uh, MacFloor allows full admin rights without a password. <laughs> So that's pretty nasty. So what happens here is that you are able to access any Mac, apparently, uh, only affected Mac OS High Sierra 10.13.1. So you could, the, the login screen could come up and you could type in root as the user. And it, what was it? I think it was a blank password. And you just yeah, you had to go straight in. Times and it would just let you through. Yeah, and you'd go straight in. So <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. It can also work from remote access too. I know, very nasty. Uh, the issue was made public by software developer Lemmy Horan Ergen, 
who demonstrated the flaw and reported to Apple's tech support. Even when it was not possible to enter a username at the main OS login screen, the flaw could be exploited via the system preference settings. So an attacker could, for instance, enter root as the username in the users and groups preference setting, leaving the password field blank, clicking on the unlock button. After that, it was possible for an attacker to add new accounts with full administrative rights. So attackers with root privileges could turn off macOS security features such as file vault disk encryption, install malware, and copy and delete data. So nasty, nasty stuff. How did this ever? How did this That's ever a, happen? It's a, a pretty bad um, sort of bug, isn't it? Really? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. You know, like you'd expect something a little bit more from Apple. Yeah, not mm. something so stupid. Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. And just so it's something so easy, like because you know, because yeah. I think like when you get you to know, expect some bung code in the back end somewhere or something that some hacker could find and and use, but to just be able to log in via the route, mm. maybe pretty... someone was doing some testing for a library and they commented a bit out. Go, oh, I'm thinking type in my password. Yeah. I'll just bypass that for now and I'll fix it up later when we go live. And then they went live and now he's like, oh no. Uh, no. <laughs> I've just, re- I've just remembered. Yeah, I've just, thanks, uh, thanks, Lemmy, for reminding me. Now, uh, yeah, so I think that this was, uh, it's been patched. So if you've got a, a Mac with the high Sierra 10.13.1, there has been patched. I think it actually was pushed to mine today uh, by itself. I didn't have to check it. I, I just looked over at it, and there it was. Uh, security update installed. So, so but make do sure. Do you have a Mac? I do, a Mini. Well, there you go. Yeah, a little mini. That's what I record the audio on. I haven't on upgraded the right high now. Sierra yet. I'm still on the old Sierra because we're making sure that our work software is going to work 100% before we upgrade to the latest thing. But you still get a lot of patches for Sierra, so it's a secure version. But uh, until we're sure that 100% of our stuff is going to work properly, then we don't upgrade until someone goes, well, give it a go. So we try it out. Yeah, well, you don't want any. No. Yeah, you don't want any. I work from home and After. the company is in mm. San Francisco, so if something goes wrong, it takes a long time to get it fixed. Now, the other big story, I guess, this week is MBN. And, Jace, you got some info about MBN? Yeah, well, uh, prospective home buyers <laughs> and those looking to rent properties are increasingly concerned with the type of internet connection the house has, with some willing to pay a premium for NBN fibre to the home, like what I have. One of the criticisms of the multi-technology mix employed by the NBN rollout is the fact that it is creating, or at least in the short term, a digital divide, depending on what access technology or home users to connect to the network. As a result, those seeking to rent or buy real estate, particularly among the younger generation, are seeking out suburbs and homes catered to by the best technology. A very common question is, is the home NBN connected, says a real estate agent. Next question is, is it connected to fibre to the premise or is it fibre to the node? So the question around the type of internet connection has become top concern for buyers among traditional queries the next about the next bus stop and what school zone the property falls into. A lot of people do work from home nowadays, so it's really essential for them rather than just a want. Mr. Recep works for a real estate company, NG Fire in southeast Sydney, and says homes already connected to the NBN sell much quicker than those still waiting for the rollout. In December last year, a web designer made a Chrome browser plugin that will automatically check NBN availability on listings appearing on realestate.com.au domain <laughs> in all homes, which proved to be very popular after he posted online. I hope people donated for that. <laughs> Younger people are particularly keen to hunt out the properties lucky enough to be serviced by a full fibre connection. 
real estate company Cribs, an online property service designed to assist young people with their home search, recently polled its users and found renters are willing to pay about $30 extra per month for a home with superior fibre to the premises and the end connection. Wow. We found that fast internet is becoming ever more important utility for young people who want to spend their time streaming Netflix and services like Spotify. Quality of internet ranked fourth for millennials, millennials when it came to house hunting. Yes, well, Ambien is important, and <laughs> but it's just another thing where I guess oh, you could just imagine that it's, it would have happened that you know a potential buyer would have said MBN, no MBN here or no fibre to the home. Uh, I want you, I want five grand off the price of the home, and I'll put my own fibre in or something, and I'll buy it. Yep. So you know, I well, thought, I thought when this all began um, that I'd heard, I don't know if it's true or whether I heard it or not, but I thought I heard that Telstra and people like Telstra and Optus and all them were going to provide um, the consumer with the ability to get their fibre from the node connected to the house yep. on like a, you know, like a monthly plan, like, or, you know, you stay on our contract for five years or contract oh, to us for five years, right. put it in for you or something like that, you know, like you buy mm. a mobile phone, yep. you get it on a contract and you, you pay the handset payment. I thought that was going to happen. I, I don't, I don't they quite. said you can use the existing HFC, but it's pretty crap, and the Optus one isn't usable at all for NBN. The Telstra one sort of is, but the problem is it ended up being like cable, where if you're the only one in the street on it, you get the full speed, but as soon as other people start coming on, it starts mm. dividing up the speed between everyone, and suddenly... You can't That's watch because it. that node's been shared with everyone else. Hmm. Yeah. But I think yeah. you're right. I think you still. I think a cert, I think it might be TPG or something like that. You, if if you are on fibre to the node, there is an option that you can pull fibre to your home, uh, but it's still expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. Uh, yes. So, hey, I mean, I'm the same. I've had people say to me, you know move to the country and I'm like, I'm not moving out there. No. I'm not leaving my net behind. <laughs> no, well, look, when, when the funny thing is, a lot of the country out. places yeah. got it first. I'm in a small country town and the whole yeah. town is fibre to the home. Well, I know when I moved, like we only moved house a couple of years ago and that was one of the stipulations was I had to move to a, a cabled home. <laughs> like I had to have cable. I could, you couldn't go back to ADSL. Um, and you know, cause you don't know what speed you're going to get. You could be a long way from the exchange. You could be on a rim. You could have been any old how, but that, but that's not the old, the only MBN story through the week. The other sad news is that, you know how I was all happy that uh, oh, my MBN was going to get, wah, ca- wah, wah, <laughs> get wah, wah, connected. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Well, no, because I'm on HFC, and there's been a big pause on HFC uh, rollout. It's so, a bloody shambles. Of course it is. Now, NBN it's time can... to move house. You better, you better get on realestate.com. If oh. you just moved yeah. the problem. I'm going to have to get that. Move uh... to a bad area. <laughs> I'm going to have to get that Chrome thing. So bad areas are now also places that don't have NBN. Oh, but we'll look at it's only a, the only definition for it being a bad area. It's, it's, it's only a six month wait, so they reckon. So they NBN Co uh, reckon that well they have paused. What's or, another six months? Yeah, I know. Yeah, when you're having fun. So NBN Co will pause all new orders after the HFC network until at least June 2018, as it works to improve the quality of service for internet service providers and end users. So currently, one million premises are ready to connect, and three hundred seventy thousand have been connected already. MBN have been adding an average of nearly eighty thousand new premises every month. 
MBN claimed it would still hit its target to connect 8 million active end users and deliver a fully connected continent by 2020. Uh, so existing ADSL and HFC customers should continue to access their current service while these changes are being made. So look, I'm stuck on cable. Well, that's a good That's a good uh, backup because before they were saying, if we say you're going to get this, we're going to cut off everybody and then you'll have to wait until the NBN arrives, which could be three or six months down the line. In which case, you've got no internet, no telephone for that long. Well, I know because I came, I came home the other day, and I took a picture of what I found on my footpath, and I'll show you the picture. Was it a dead cat? Next to it, <laughs> next to the dead cat, there was this on the footpath, and I just, and this was like this for two days, and I just thought, this is why we've got issues with MBN. Now, <laughs> this was just pulled out of the pit, and just left. In the sun, <laughs> Looks, <laughs> probably doing some good dried out of it. <laughs> it might yeah. have, but yeah, those Telstra pits get full of water really easy. You know, oh, they're so bad. They're, they're really bad. It's only got Coles plastic bags holding them together. Yeah, look, it's all yeah. that one's even degraded as well. So look, you need to get out there and fix it yourself. <laughs> I, I was nearly tempted to have a go. Now, <laughs> so don't worry about the neighbours. If he knew that it was in BN, he would have wired it straight into his house. <laughs> That's right. But but for the, look, for those on audio can't see the image. It's just a picture. Uh, someone from the tel- telco company or whatever. They've opened up, you know, that little cement pit that's out the front of your house. They've opened that up and they've pulled out a hunk of wires with a big, I don't know, cylindrical distributor type looking contraption at the top. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But anyway, that's what pulled out. But anyway, I saw the guys out there like two days later and I said, what are you guys doing? And they go, fixing telephones. Oh, okay. So they weren't very chatty. So I left. But yeah. Lucky someone didn't just yank that out of the ground and take it home. Well, I know. But yeah, because I, I, I knew it was something to do with the phone, but I couldn't be bothered because I don't have a home phone. So I thought, oh, no, no stress on my part. It kind of annoys me that we have to have our home phones now over NBN. As, as much as NBN can handle it, and it probably works out cheaper for the companies to have the phone, each phone call go over the internet. But it's just kind of annoying having it. Yeah. Like yeah. Your phone dedicated, like your power goes off or something, your modem goes off. You've got no phone, mm. you know? But I don't know about you guys, but I don't like I don't have a home phone. I've got the connection no. there. Uh, mobile and that's it. Yeah, well, well, once MBN's on, you you don't have it doesn't work as a phone anymore. No, well I don't want a home phone yeah. anyway. I just use your mobile. Phone, you, your home phone socket gets turned into just internet. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then you have, to, and then your your modem comes with 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 basically a phone socket. You plug your phone into that. So ah, oh, right. You're getting a VoIP phone. Basically, yeah, okay, but with the H- HFC, it just must be the same thing that plugs into the cable. Yeah, yeah, same sort of deal. Yeah, okay, but yeah, I know. Like one of the things is because I turn my mobile off at night, right? Like I turn it off onto aeroplane or whatever, so I don't get the the nasties going into my brain yeah. overnight. And that, but the thing is, like, what happens if someone needs to reach you in an emergency? They can't, you know. No, so I got like mine sitting it's, it's, on the on the desk on the. Uh, drawers beside the bed my brain's already fried it doesn't yeah. it's like my um my alarm system here at my house went off and i didn't realize that i had to change the phone line and the alarm system to connect to the mbn so that it could oh, dial yeah dial back the alarm had gone off yeah because right. it was still 
going through the old phone line that doesn't work as a phone. So what happened to that? Did they have to update technology or they sort of figured it out? No, well, I had the alarm system put in just before I had the NBN put on. Right. So you what? Have to so buy an NBN compatible one. Phone line. Now it's not compatible with. It has to be the phone line has to be connected to the modem. Right. So what do you do? The alarm system. So when your alarm goes off, it rings emergency services mm. over VoIP or over your NBN, not over your normal phone line. They can't do that anymore. No. Okay. So what's the dial tone like on the NBN? Is it is there still the same? same. Oh, you okay. wouldn't notice it. Unless yeah. you've got a bad bad modem. I mean, some of the modems, it took me two modems with Telstra to yeah. get one that you had a good, 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 good sounding phone call. Yeah, okay. Because I know, like, how many, cut off. how many times you get on these, you know, VoIP calls with people, uh, like, you know, to companies or whatever, and it's just rubbish. Like, uh, who's a recent example? Virgin Mobile, even. You're on this VoIP call. You know, you ring up on a normal phone, your mobile, and you talk to it, it just delays and it's hard to hear them. And I don't know. The Indians are always having birthdays, aren't they, over there? Yeah. So I think with the internet, there'd be no delay since the phone call, you know, goes internationally over mm. the internet without going through all the handshakes that it has to get, in, as it would have done in the old days, from tower to tower or exchange yeah. to exchange. You get yeah. a phone call from one point to, you know, from point A to point point a to point b but now it's just on the internet you think there'd be no delay at all yeah i know it's uh it's, it's a bit of a worry must have a slow ping time mm. yeah yeah they i don't know they mustn't yeah who knows but i'll tell you who, who's not moving slow is that amazon so amazon australia is launching are you soon. sure they haven't opened yet i think it's pretty slow well is it opened it's supposed to have opened about- They've been talking about yeah. it for a long time. It, it's just still the Kindle stuff there. Nothing's changed. Well, it's supposed to have opened like last week or something, wasn't it? You guys were talking yeah. about it last week. So, Well, they opened it to like uh, maybe a few dozen people, special customers and um, clients that were partners around Australia. They had a few beta testers, but it's not open to the public yet. Might mm. be a while before it is. Well, MSY is getting ready for it. We all know and love MSY, our local computer, cheap computer store, who's got the nice C notice up on their website at the moment. So that's still there. I looked at it today and I'm like, you're kidding. We're they're very bad people, but you should still buy our stuff, okay? But but you would have, everyone would have seen, or you know, most people would have seen their website, which is that black and red one. It's pretty old and clunky and sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. Well, they're expected to roll out a new website because they're, they're worried that, you know, business is going to go to Amazon. So they're going to roll out a new website. Now, this was all found out because there was a, a guy, who was it? Uh, there was a representative of MSY who took part in an Ask Me Anything post on Ozbargain. Ozbargain, for crying out loud. <laughs> I know. I it couldn't... used to be on Reddit, but I read through that. Oh, okay. I read through the AMA and still a lot of the stuff that he was talking about. They're supposed to be on Reddit because that's what an AMA is for, but I don't know why you'd choose Ozbargain. Oz... No, that's, that, that'd me flummoxed. But anyway, so um, they look, apparently they posted two job openings early this year from a Magento developer and a full stack developer to develop the site. <laughs> Not true, pal. No, what? not Drew Pal. <laughs> no. MSY will introduce a new centralised ordering system. That should be fun for them. Aimed at shortening in-store wait times for customers that have ordered online. Oh, down to uh, three days instead of five. Or well, not at all, actually. How many times have I ordered online thinking, oh, I'll just duck in there and get that because I've ordered online like two days beforehand. So you go yeah. in and you go, oh, we don't check 
those. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, can you get it for me well, now? They said it should also keep the stock inventory for all the stores so that the system will know whether they've got it or they'll get it soon or something like that as well, which would be good because you might order something, you turn up, where is it? Well, we're out of stock that'll arrive in a couple of days, but when you're ordering on the website, you should be able to keep all of those for each branch in mm. sync. I mm. believe he was saying on those bargains. Oh, that's good. Uh, MSY will follow Kogan by adopting ZipPay, which allows customers to pay over an agreed period of time, interest-free for purchases up to $1,000. That sounds all right. Mm. Time to get a new TV, Glenn? No, I just got one. I bought a second-hand one. Yep. That was a good story. <laughs> what did I tell you about my second-hand TV? When you were trying to get one from Kogan and they would deliver it to you because oh, you're yes. in the outback. That's right. Yes, I was, I was too far away. Just uh, metro areas only. But uh, but ZipPay. I've never used ZipPay. I don't know if anyone here has. I can't nope. imagine you'd get it for total. For, I've, never, for I've vaguely heard of it, but that's about it. Yeah, I reckon there must be like a setup fee. There must be some sort of fee. Might be interest free, but it's obviously not. Can't be fee free. Not like the old days. Um, so into it, uh, monthly or yearly charge or something. Yeah, like account keeping fees. Well, I remember the old days, you know, when you go interest-free, it was interest-free. You could go for 18 months, not pay – Oh, you had to pay a, a minimum monthly uh, amount, but that was all you had to pay. Then at the end of the time, you paid your balance. But there's, if you paid it on time and at the end of the time you paid it on time, there was no fees. You absolutely got it for interest-free. They would have included the uh, the interest in the sale price, though, wouldn't they? They have to ZipPay says mm. for customers, at the end of every billing month, they can choose to pay off their balance in full or simply make a payment that suits their budget. Minimum repayment of at least $40 a month required and a $5 monthly service fee ah. will be added to the customer's account for any month that there is an outstanding balance. No balance, no fees. Well, there you go. But then it's not, why bother? Uh, what did you say, Jordan? It was added to the price. and um, Wouldn't they just... I've always thought that with those interest-free things, they just add the the interest to the sale price. If you buy a TV, they just you know they mm. tell you it's a thousand bucks. They put the interest on it. All of a sudden, it's twelve hundred bucks, and yeah, you think yeah. I went I went to buy a um, mattress once, and they were like, "Oh, you can get it interest-free." I was like, "Cool, I'll pay that off over a couple of years. I could just buy it outright on my credit card." And they're like, "Yeah, it's only a um, ninety-nine dollar a year annual <laughs> fee." I was like, "Okay, yeah, there goes my credit card." Ka-ching. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, I remember, people yeah. Don't give away, people don't give away stuff for free. They make you believe that. But, mm. Yeah, they're like, oh, if you pay for it right now with your credit card, you can have these pillows and this uh, quilt cover and stuff for free. We'll throw that in if you buy it all now. But if you pay it off, you don't get any of that stuff. Yeah, so I think exactly. also I remember with that, you know, that going back to that interest-free thing, you're right with the price because I, if I remember correctly, they that was the difference between a cash price and a non-cash price didn't matter if it because right. credit card is considered cash, but yeah, you would not get a discount if you were going onto credit, and um, yeah, so that must have been out because they've obviously had to pay <laughs> fees to offer it. Yeah, they have to pay. They have to pay the fees. Yeah, so they're going to put them off onto you somehow. Mm. Yeah, it says yeah. merchants pay one small flat fee percentage per print transaction. Ah. So you only pay when you sell. No setup fees, no monthly charges, no commitments, and no surprises. Oh, yeah. Just like the government, right? They said no surprises or anything. We're getting a surprise every day, aren't we? For right. the, the Real commission into the banks. Booyah. <laughs> Who saw that one coming? That'll yeah. never happen. That'll never happen. That'll. Okay, we'll do it. Yes, I know. But only last 12 months. 
Uh, now, what else have you got, Jace? You got something hidden down there? Yeah, Apple's latest range of iPhones have really stepped up the amount of storage capacity on its devices, offering welcome relief to users. But if you're still battling away with the 16 gig iPhone 6 or perhaps 32 oh, gig iPhone 7, Kimmy's. you'll know the frustration of opening up the camera app to be told your device is too full to take a photo. Only too well. Unlike Android phones, Apple doesn't give you the option to use a micro SD card to increase storage space. So if you found yourself having to delete podcast episodes, heaven forbid, <laughs> don't do that. No, not this podcast. <laughs> yes, delete photos of the cute kids and grandkids, but keep the podcast. Hmm. You can just... So you could just download a new app. There's a better way. There are a bunch of external micro SD devices which cater to storage-hungry iPhone users. If you want to offload photos and videos or carry around a large library of music and movies for your iOS device, card readers that plug into your iPhone's lightning port might be the way to go. For instance, the Leaf iAccess micro SD reader for iOS costs about Australian 65 online and is marketed well, as the easy way to the year memory. You'd have to wrap it around the back of the device to make it as unobtrusive as possible. There are plenty of similar products on the market that are worth checking out. But if you don't want something awkwardly sticking out of the back of your iPhone, you might want to consider a wireless media hub which relies on a Wi-Fi connection to provide exactly the same thing. Mm. For example, the one terabyte Western Digital My Passport Wireless can be found online for a bit over 220. It's about the size of a small square book and, among other things, can back up your iPhone or iPad and can connect your device to let you access external media. It's not the cheapest solution, but less expensive than buying a new phone. Yeah, well, that could be the go. That could be all right because I know Kim's got a, my wife's got a uh, 16 gig. She's, she's always running out of uh, space. That could be a Christmas yep. present. Yeah, I'll, 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 I saw them. Um, I, I saw the 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 article. I sort of browsed over it, and every time I see something like that for for Apple iPhones and stuff, I always think to myself, you know, they're still limited, aren't they? Mm. With, with because you can only like Apple can only read certain files that off off the off that drive that you're putting in, the SD card that you're putting in. Yes. Come, come. Yeah, so you like... You only read certain photos and certain file, movie files. and Yeah. So you, can't, you fill it up, but half your stuff's not readable. Kind I've got this... Kind of oh, no, yes. George's going to get the hate mail from the Apple lovers <laughs> on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> so, you hate Apple, you hate Apple. Really? I don't hate yeah. Apple. I just get frustrated with the limits. They I, I won't believe that. I would... I would be on there in, in five minutes and I'd have an Apple phone all day long if it didn't restrict me. So what, what, what's your biggest restriction? You mean like just movie files? Because like pictures, that's pretty, them pretty much. Well, VLC will play anything. Well, most of, yeah, most of them will if you put VLC, but you've got to have an app or something to play this file type. Yeah. File type. yeah. But even like if you want to play a, uh, a video file, don't you have to push it into you, iTunes first before it's sort of in the phone for it to play like there's some convoluted iphone stuff yeah yeah oh, to get it to the phone you mean yeah yeah, yeah like, to get it you've got a but even if you've got the sd card that you can pull out of the out of your thing and, and shove it in your computer and put something on it mm. i've got a good app yeah. for mine that will play just about but any a- apple's got a file system now hasn't it sorry to buddy it's yeah apparently but is it the full file system or i don't i don't know or is it just a oh, kind God. of like a like an app. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe you can... iOS is really just the cut down Mac OS. It should support all of the files. Because it never, it never, you never had access to the file system with the old Apples, did we? Did, did, did. No, Not no. 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 They won't have a yes. file manager or anything. No. Yeah, but recently they added one, didn't they? 
Sort of, yeah. You can drag stuff around with your fingers and copy them from app to app, and it'll drag it through from one app to the other, and then you let go, and it'll copy it through to that one. But There's I had a... not like a file manager that you can get with Android, and you can just get full access to like a Windows Explorer experience. Yeah, yeah. The best thing I, the best app I had on my iPhone was a thing called Air Video. And that allowed me to play. I don't know if it works for local storage, but I, in my, I could play from my media server on my server uh, any media file, and it would play on the phone. It would play it over the internet. As, so if I was not at home, it could still play it. And also it will send to Apple TV and Chrome, uh, your Chromecast. So that was a really good app. I still use it. It's great. I love it. Mm. And I can, you know, um, I'm finding that a- Apple TVs, they're getting... Um, I don't know, waste of space, I think. I'm going to thinking about taking mine out because they don't do nothing anymore. Look, like. App, Apple's, Apple's getting better. The restrictions are getting sort of less and less, but it's still, I don't know, it's just one of those things. I suppose it just depends on the user, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Well, I don't go, I don't you know. do too much with mine. And, uh, but as long I'm a bit of a, yep. sorry. There you go. No, I was just going to say I'm a bit of a Windows fan. Mm. Even even with the Windows phones, I was kind of a fan, but I'm stuck on Android because that, I find that is the happy medium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I might between be between Apple and yeah, Windows, stuck you know? in the in the Apple verse for the time being. But I'm happy a with the people have like OS wars and stuff, and they say, "Oh, you hate this and you love that." For me, but I just use whatever is easy for whatever I'm doing at the time. Yeah. My work computer yeah. is a MacBook Pro. My, I have a little iPad mini sitting next to me all day while I'm working and it plays um, tune-in radio. I watch um, Leo's podcast from the Twit Network. I have yeah. Discord running all the time so I can keep in touch with the it other people. It doesn't matter whether you've got an Apple or an iPhone. You could have an app, like an iPhone sitting next to you and you could have a, an Android sitting next to you and you can yeah. still use tune-in radio. On either yeah. phone. Mm. And this, this computer that I do podcasts on has yeah. got dual screen. It's a Windows 10 computer, and my main phone is a Samsung Android. So, yeah, I just so it's all over whatever the place. I need for whatever situation. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And that's what I'm like. That's on the same. I don't hate on any particular product. I just um, use what I need to use for, for my games exactly. machine. Is PlayStation 4 and that's better than the Xbox? No, I don't care. <laughs> Well, you you, you you got out of that one, Jordan. You might you might relieve well, yourself you of know, hate mail. I've got a lot of family that use <laughs> Apple that criticise the hell out of me for using anything other. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. And then I use then I use the well, and I and I'll, they'll hate me on 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 your listeners will hate me when I say it. But then I use the <laughs> you know apples for the simple minded. Oh, um, and they go and up after that. <laughs> you know, it's not too difficult for them. No, that's why. So, well, that's, that's why I got one. Way. It's a good way to get back at them anyway. It might not be true. <laughs> they don't like me to say well, it. Well, that's why I got an apple because it, it just does what I need to do, and that's pretty Sometimes much it. Sometimes the truth don't yeah. have to don't have to try too hard on, on Apple, do you? No, that's right. Emails, phones, and that's about it. Facebook. You now, just do everything Apple's way, and you'll be happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy. It's like being it's like being in kindergarten, isn't it? It is. It is. I'm holding my hand. Now, um, Bitcoin has uh, surpassed eleven thousand US dollars, which is fourteen thousand five hundred nineteen dollars or thereabouts. Uh, and it's yeah, just zooming up and up all the time. It's a record high. Uh, for the sixth day in a row, uh, or after gaining more than a thousand US dollars in just twelve hours, so there's more. There's more reports. The higher it goes, uh, the faster it's going to fall, in my opinion. And John uh, McAfee is as bet it's going to be a million dollars soon, because we know well, John McAfee knows everything, and he's 
awesome and stuff. Well, if it doesn't hit a million, you come around with these guns and shoot. Well, he you. said that he, his his com- computational model of predictions said about this time of this year it should be about fifteen thousand. So he reckons he's on track. Right. Okay. <laughs> So okay. So anyway, it's, look, it can't keep going up, can it? Like it, it. So this started. It started at the start of the year. Okay. So now it's up to a eleven thousand dollars of coin. At the start of this year, it was one thousand. So that gives you some idea of how fast this thing is going up. Uh, Who cares? It's Ethereum. We should be caring about. I know. And Ethereum is now My worth. Ethereum is up to six hundred and eighteen dollars and ninety seven cents. Yes, and I bought when it was two fifty. Yes, yeah, so how good are you going? You should have bought more. And my Litecoin is up to one hundred twenty two forty nine, and I got it when it was fifty. So, yeah. I've been one and a half times for that one, and I haven't done anything. I said to Dad, "How's your investments going at four percent in the bank?" My Litecoin has gone up one and a half times. <laughs> In the last three months? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't be encouraging him to pull his savings out and invest in Bitcoins or yeah. Litecoins or Ethereums. But there's a lot of people around saying that, you know, this could be the dot-com of this uh, generation. You know, the yep. dot-com bust, the boom and the bust. Because like, there's nothing substantial behind its value. Like, nothing no, at it's all. It's all speculation, same as mm. oil and gas prices and stuff like that. It's all just based on speculation of investors and people who want to trade money and stuff like that. The total value of Bitcoins in existence, see, and that's another thing, in existence, like, hmm, how does that work, has now surpassed $167 billion US dollars. That's a lot of money, a lot of coin. One early transaction, this is like back in 2009 when Bitcoins were first produced, uh, one early transaction involved 10,000 Bitcoins to buy two pizzas. So I knew we were going to do the pizza guy. He must be really sad. <laughs> Worth like $312 million now. Yeah, he would be sad. I wonder who's got those. So the, the boom has led to general rise in other currencies, as we just spoke about. So, yeah, there you go. So if you got some, hold on to them. Don't lose your wallet. And uh, the Domino's is really happy. Bitcoin, it's surprising the people that, to talk about it. What, Bitcoin? the Bitcoin? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, we got a few they keep more doing more forks popular. as well. There was an yeah. article from I think it was Finder just today about how there's a new Bitcoin diamond that's a fork of Bitcoin coming out. And they're like, I think this is the biggest scam to mm. hit the internet for years. Well, I guess mm. you know if you get in early and you and you buy, I don't know, you throw a thousand dollars if it was a dollar each. You throw a thousand at it, even if it doubled, which these things look like they're going off, like. Just locally, you know, in that meetup.com, like there must be two or three Bitcoin meetups that happen around me, you know, each, oh, okay. mm. at least each month. I don't know how more regularly because I just, I watched one live stream of one and I went, oh, that was exciting. But uh, it, it looks like there's a lot of <laughs> developers and that out there just developing different things yeah. for the for the Bitcoin. So that's all good. Now, well, uh, I mean, the people I'm hearing from that are talking about it are people that aren't even, aren't even tech orientated. They're just, general mm. people who say you know oh, got to get the bitcoin's bitcoin doing real, bitcoin's doing really well I was thinking about getting into that I'm like do you even know what you're talking about yeah but, tell yeah. them to go and if you've got generate a one. million to invest go for it <laughs> yes yeah yeah or if they know how to recover data from hard drives go and talk to will now yeah. <laughs> sorry will but remember people you can buy a fraction of a bitcoin you don't have to pay $14,000 to get in no. the if you really want but to, I just think it. the fact that it's on people's minds is, is mm. just kind of yeah. Well, I well, got Bitcoin ATMs and stuff like that now too. But what does mm. it dispense? 
like just money. cash, like normal so cash. You type in your uh, wallet details and it'll convert your Bitcoin into cash that you can take yeah. out of the ATM. Yeah, okay. Where's this? Did you say? The, uh, the I... US, I think, have got a few oh. of them going out, rolling out. Yeah, right. no, I just I just use the online Bitcoin or whatever it is website. Do it that yeah, way. I use BTC markets. I don't I, use any. It's an Australian one. <laughs> now, um, Jordan. Get with the program, Glenn. <laughs> no, no. I've, heard the, I've heard the BCT markets is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah. I just use the bitcoin.com.au, whatever it is, and you just go down to the oh, bank okay. and yeah, okay. you give them the money and they, mm. they, they I, put the coins in the for you. Yeah, I tried to, I did download Bitcoin, tried to do it all myself a few years ago, but oh, I couldn't even work that out. I don't mind so, anything anymore. I think it's people, I think I got confused initially by having the wallet as software on the computer it kind of threw me like, yeah it was, was like expecting a, it to work more like paypal but then once i got the swing of it i knew what it was doing that's the good thing about buying with something like btc market is your wallet is on that server you don't have it on your local computer which crashes or you accidentally wipe or lose the hard drive wheel and then all of your wallet's gone yeah, yeah that's right it only exists in the one place it's either on their server if you've got one of those or the wallets on your desktop computer the kids go in there and delete it or something. So if you lose There's the wallet off your computer, your, your Bitcoin's gone. Yep. Yep. Oh, mm. I never knew that. I thought I'd just pull the information off some, you know, global server no. of some sort. So no. make make a few backups. That's why Will is very sad. He had 80 Bitcoins that he mined in the early days, and he doesn't know where the hard drive's gone now, so he can't access the wallet. Oh, no. Probably in the back shed, or he might have wiped it and put something else on or something like that. But so there you go, we have a ribbing about him with the uh, Bitcoins every week just as much as we rib Glenn about his slow internet. So it's all fun. That is all fun. <laughs> now, Jordan, you had uh, something you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Um, if I can – I'll see if I can bring it up. You can um, – I didn't even prepare myself That's for That's all right. It, well, so I'll, I'll just quickly go on to – uh, Office, you do one and I'll come back to me, yeah. Yeah, Officeworks is uh, integrating with the Google Assistant, the Google Home and the Google Mini. So as if you couldn't ask it enough stuff, you can now ask it about Officeworks uh, products. So it's now officially enabled in the Google Home, the Google Mini, as well as eligible Android and iOS smartphones. Officeworks tells us its customers now have another way to engage with them. Just using your voice, you can search product information, check your product availability in store, find store locations and trading hours. If you're a Google Assistant user on the platforms mentioned, you can now have unprecedented access to information of more than 35,000 products online and 165 that's, stores that's across worth the it. Officeworks is brilliant because they've got the policy that they'll undercut anybody who's a brick and mortar store really um by 10 percent. so hmm. like when i bought my <laughs> um router for my nbn it was going to be about 400 dollars, but because msy had it for 300 they cut it down to 300 and then knocked another 10 percent off to beat msy but you have to ask it and show them the website which they'll go to to yep. obviously prove that what you're saying is correct but if it does exist there then they'll match it and cut undercut the competition so i'm like when i moved here in this little country town i'm like oh no you know i haven't got msy i haven't got the north rocks computer markets i'm gonna have to pay pay extra money and one of my friends is like no dude go down to office works buy everything from there and tell them that you found it somewhere else and show them and they'll look it up and go yep here you go undercut bang mm, yeah oh i've done that as well uh 
yeah, because we've got an MSY pretty close. But I was just in office works, and I thought, oh, stuff it. I'll get, I'll get it for 10% off. And, uh, yeah. yeah, they look it up, and they go, yeah, yeah, okay, nice, 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 no worries. Um, all right, uh, how did you go, Jordan? Oh, I can't find it. See, I was rushed today, and I didn't, I didn't get to right. extract the um, extract. I can probably tell you what it was off the top of my head. It was I was reading an article about Google has just done a survey or something in the UK regarding the release of a new smartphone that is going to be called the YouTube edition. Right. Um, and it's going to, I don't know, basically it's going to be built around YouTube. So you yeah, okay. turn your phone around, you'll have your grid view and for your YouTube videos and automatic uploading of all your, your YouTube videos and stuff like that as well. So, but so I just can't. Yeah, it might it probably has a little camera in it and everything. That what what why why could you be bothered? What you have to you can't be bothered pushing three buttons to to go into the app and and do it like that. You got to have a whole phone that's dedicated, so you just have to turn your wrist and it's you're on YouTube, YouTube. YouTube edition handset would have exclusive features like having live videos automatically played on the lock screen. Additionally, the phone would supposedly come with free wireless services up to ten gigs for twelve months have YouTube's own play on the stories captured by creators, a dedicated hardware button to launch the YouTube app, and much more. Yeah, well, there you go. Now, uh, 9 to 5 Google has got it. 9 to 5 Google. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Jase, you've you got go. a couple. Let's uh, whip through those ones that you've got. Yeah, please. reckless Pokemon Go players have racked up as much as $9.6 billion nationwide in costs related to car crashes, injuries, and deaths oh. last year, according to researchers. The mobile game's geeky devotees have made headlines for causing traffic injuries and fatalities with players either ploughing into pedestrians while driving Oops. or getting hit themselves while chasing Pokemon Go's virtual creatures into the street. In a study entitled Death by Pokemon Go, Purdue University researchers estimated that players across the country caused anywhere between $2.6 billion and $9.6 billion in traffic-related damages, including lost potential income from persons injured and killed. The study cautioned that these numbers are speculative, but added, however measured, the costs are significant. Researchers extrapolated the nationwide estimate from police records of car accidents collected in Tippecano County, Indiana, during nearly five-month stretch that followed the game's July 2016 launch. During that period, Pokemon Go counted for 134 additional accidents in the county alone, including 31 injuries, two deaths, and vehicular damages of almost $656,000, according to the study. It, that marked a disproportionate increase versus the months that preceded Pokemon Go's launch, researchers noted. Including the cost of two lives lost, the countrywide tab may have exceeded $33 million. By cross-referencing the locations of the accidents with the locations of Pokestops, in-game checkpoints that players flocked to, the researchers said they found credible evidence that Pokemon Go players were responsible. Right. In the game, players are encouraged to roam their neighbourhoods by foot to find digital creatures that they can add to their collections. Mm. The more they walk, the more they catch. Many players, however, jumped into cars to take their games on the road in hopes of increasing the odds of catching a rare Pokemon or padding their stats. I didn't think Pokemon was still going. Is that still going? I haven't opened mine for ages. That's yeah, I played crazy. it a little bit for a couple of months, yeah, and then crazy. I remember when it when it when it was when it was big and it was on the news all the time. People, you know, out in their cars with their phones out the windows, trying to collect their. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. there was a guy who travelled to yeah. every single country in the world to be able to catch all of the different Pokemon types that were available. I've got a, a friend now who who's playing. What's the tre treasure troves or something like that? And you, 
you, you've got to find the treasures that people hide. And these are physical treasures. Oh, you've actually got to go out and walk around. Yeah, that's... Geocaching. Yeah, geocaching. That's I've, it. Yeah. I've never played it. Yeah, I've been doing that since about 2001. Really? Yeah, I've got caches hidden all over Australia from Brisbane down to Victoria and stuff. I've only ever heard of it like about a month ago. So there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good fun. Hmm. You can join up with other people and they have meetups and stuff like that where you can meet up people who are interested in it and find your Tupperware hidden in the bush. Yes. You get it... stickers and are like, I use billion dollar satellites to find Tupperware hidden in the bush. Stick <laughs> <laughs> it on your car. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's a good use of the technology. Now, uh, what you got another one here, Jace? Something about what's cri- crypto mining works on Windows? What's that one? Okay, the new strain of crypto mining scripts that work through browsers continue their activity through a pop under window, even after a user shuts their browser. Researchers have found mm. many websites have been outed for embedding such scripts in order to use the CPU and GPU power of users to mine for cryptocurrency. Security company Malwarebyte said in a blog post a new technique had been spotted in tests and carried out using Google's Chrome browser running on Windows. Researcher Jerome Segura said that he had observed the following. A user visits a website which silently loads crypto mining code. CPU activity rises but is not maxed out. The user leaves the site and closes Chrome window. CPU activity remains higher than normal as the crypto mining continues. He said that although visible browser windows were closed, there was a hidden window that remained open. This is due to a pop-under which is sized to fit right under the taskbar of the computer and hides behind the clock. He said that more technical users would be able to spot the presence of the pop-under window by running Windows Task Manager and terminating any browser processes that are still running. Well, that's true because, like, I don't know if I, if that happens more more often than not because, like, you know, you, you can close all your, um, especially, say, if you're doing a C cleaner, if you use that uh, to clean all the temporary files off your machine, it won't run when the Chrome browser's open. Uh, so you yep. close your Chrome and it says it still won't run. There's, you still got browsers open. You go to your task manager and there's, like, four or five Chromes. X is still there. So, yeah, yep. close, 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 close. I wonder if we well, don't have to worry yeah. too many of those will be because Chrome, like other browsers, well, Chrome spawns a different process for every different thing it does. Oh, no. So yeah. that if one of them crashes, your browser doesn't die. Firefox and stuff, we use a couple of processes and those will have all your stuff. So if you go to a website, um, often the browser will pre cache 20 links or so that are on that page just in case you want to click on one of them. And so when you click on a link, that next site comes up really fast. You're like, oh, that was great. You know, my browser is awesome. Mm. It's super fast because it rated that page fast, but it's not because yeah. of that. It's because when you go to the first page, you go to aussietechheads.com.au, it'll start mini-caching all of the other links that are Sub-links. on that page yeah. Yeah. and keep spawn a different process for each of those. And when you Make close the like main funny. browser, mm. those still haven't got the terminate single signal yet, so they'll keep running keep for going. a bit. Yeah, right. But yeah, watch out for the bit coining mining bitcoin mining but you'll also have this other thing as well now there's a couple of other stories didn't get time to go through uh if so i don't if you're upset about that jace you can talk about it if you like uh but one of it so you go to the show notes and you can get the other ones uh one that jace had was pentagon and nsa data leak through aws bucket seems like a few things are going on with aws and i think i've got one there for about uh, something or other (laughs) i forget what it is i've got another one about a triple c has been slammed by telecoms industry 
insiders over almost seven months delayed to implement MBN speed test monitoring. Oh, right. Well, Choice Magazine had a um, thing where you can apply to have a, a speed monitor device plugged into your NBN router and it would just do speed tests randomly through the day and send information back to them. And I applied for that, but they have to like pick you out of the basket when they get around to it. So I might yet hear back from them. Mm-hmm. But uh, so far, I've just got the thank you for applying for this email. And I had another one about uh, there's a couple of people have been done by Microsoft for selling pirated software. Uh, so that's uh, another one in the show notes if you if you want to go and have a look at that. But the one I wanted to talk to Jace about was this uh, icon. I don't know if you've ever if you've heard of this. It's a smart condom. Uh, that one. Rach, Rach. I, thought, I thought you were going to talk about the watch. I'm thinking I did a, did a watch called Icon. <laughs> yeah, so it's the Icon. It's the Condor Rachel. Was there a watch you were going to talk about as well? No, this is it. He said, <laughs> yeah, he said this is the thing that we was talking about similar to Fitbit because it measures movement. So, oh, okay. So Jay's might, Jay's might be able to start programming for this as well, get, be, get ahead of the curve. <laughs> Get ahead of the curve. <laughs> That's right. So a British company claims to have created the world's first smart condom, which rates your performance and helps detect STIs. The Icon smart condom is a bit is a little like a Fitbit for your penis. It provides all the statistics men need. So data includes, and boys and girls, if you're under 18... Turn off now. It gets a bit go weird. To, to he really That's wants right. to get us banned by YouTube, doesn't he? Yeah. I thought we, we just got out of the last mess and now you're yeah. through this. If you guys can get banned, I can get banned too, surely. Now, data includes... Uh, we're promoting kids' YouTube though here, so we're off the hook. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You've got to take the good with the yeah. bad. That's the, for Google. The data includes duration of your intercourse, calories burnt, number and speed of thrusts, girth measurements, and different positions used per week, per month, per year. It will also. Well, who's going to share all that with your friends? <laughs> That's right. You can have a challenge, weekly challenge. I have a weekly challenge. Lens in that one. It you will can have live streaming. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I saw one time oh. there was this guy who put some sensors in his bed, and it would tweet out any time that him and his girlfriend were getting it on. Apparently, this will help detect sexuality transmitted infections such as chlamydia and syphilis. So, if for nothing else, it's it's a healthy thing. Of course, if you're um, if you're proud of your results, you can tell the world. Users will have the option to share their recent data with friends or the world. In a similar way to other health monitoring devices, it will use a nanochip and Bluetooth technology to relay the data to a smartphone app. Over ninety six thousand people have already pre ordered the product, which will be released later this year for so about. If they do $100. have those challenges you were talking about. Then the sales of Viagra is going to go through the roof, isn't it? Yeah, so get all those emails out of your spam and stuff. <laughs> I wonder if it can send you notifications as well. It probably could. It probably could, you know. I can tell you it's broken. <laughs> yeah. It sends a message to your girlfriend. Boyfriend is horny again. Damn it, not again. Ah. Jace could like program a nice banner that just scrolls up and down or something, you know. You're what the I- one millionth person to do this today. <laughs> Oh, that's good, isn't it? I'll tell you, you'll, if, if, if we weren't um, G-rated, protection. you could go crazy. But uh, <laughs> that Bring, brings another meaning to the punch the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Have you ever heard of anything so oh, ridiculous? <laughs> All right. So, so, what, so we're ordering three? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. What? All right. We'll, start, we'll, we'll start one of those Patreons up. We all, we all need one. 
Yeah, yeah. then we, we, we've got to share. That's the proviso. We've got to share. No, not the actual device. Email address, but... <laughs> all like at gmail.com. <laughs> That's right. Well, but we, why would you even, I don't know, why would you even want to share it to, to, to their servers or whatever? Like, you know, like, what was it? What was well, it? People are sharing everything else these days, you know. I think people are, yeah. have almost given up, really, on what they share and share don't share. all the things. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I share everything. All right. Well, let's. Uh, get... Yeah, sorry, George. It doesn't, matter where, you, doesn't, it doesn't exist matter where you put your stuff these days. It's, you know, you can get hacked anywhere. I think people don't care anymore, to be honest. Well, if yeah. you've got one of these icon things, I'll tell you where you're going to be sticking your stuff these days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go. I don't know where you get them, but uh, if you want one, go to the show notes, follow the link, and I'm sure you'll get to where you want to go. Won't be that hard. Now, um, all right, you can, <laughs> you can, you can, uh, you can uh, get us on Facebook, YouTube, as I've said. You can follow us on Twitter. You can not YouTube anymore? No, you can no, not a, banned from YouTube. What's this Vimeo like? Maybe they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, email us. We might have to cut the last fifteen minutes. I think. Yeah, no, be right, be right. We're yeah. at, Eric's done worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, send us an email, uh, Glenn, er- Eric, <laughs> Glenn, Eric, Jason, or Warlock, or Jordan at AussieTechHeads.com.au. It'll get to whoever whoever you're looking for. All right, well, send us an email. You can send us an email from a voice email from the website, AussieTechHeads.com.au forward slash podcast, and uh, you push a button, record what you have to say, and send it into us. So uh, not many people have been using that. So why don't you be and the we'll be first? Play it on- <laughs> yeah, that's play right. It, yeah. yeah, and yeah. then we'll play it. Uh, you record it. We'll play it. Is that a deal? Sounds like a good one to me. All right. And also, you can get notifications. If you go to the website, you get notifications on when new episodes come out. It'll pop up on the bottom of your screen. What more can you ask for? <laughs> Just great. Show notes. Oh, beautiful. All right. Thanks, Jordan, for coming in. Good to see you again. It's great to have you again. Yeah, good no stuff. Worries. Thanks, uh, Jace. Good to see you yet yep. again. Good to be back again. Good stuff. And, uh, yeah, thank you for downloading or watching on YouTube. No matter how you consume it, we are happy that you do. All right. Until like and comment. Yes, icon. Now, next. Uh, so until next time, have a good week and uh, watch the cricket. Go the Aussies. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>